Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. Hello. Hi. Anthony. Chris. <laughs> How's it going, man? <laughs> it's doing, I'm doing okay. <laughs> you uh, doing okay? Is slowly getting back to normal. I hear I'm gonna have I'm gonna be able to stop boiling water soon. Mm. I got full water pressure though. Did you mm. have any busted lines from these snowstorms? No, I, I say lines. Are they not called lines? Are they pipes? I, I, pipes. Pipes, lines. That's all the same. Really. Whatever. I turned my water off Monday morning. Mm-hmm. I went outside because if anyone doesn't know, we live. I think we mentioned this in a previous episode, but if, if you didn't listen to that episode, shame on you. However, yeah. what did we get like? Wasn't it like seven inches of snow or something oh, to that effect? It was more than that, I thought. Yeah. It was uh, like 13. It, it was the coldest it's ever been where we live, negative <laughs> one degrees, literally since, uh, I don't want to say time immemorial, but since temperatures have been able to be recorded where we live, Negative one degrees is the coldest it's ever been, and it got there. On that so, day. You're, yeah. you're you're a little off because the next day it actually got colder than that. Oh, did it really? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like negative six. So I went outside and found my water, uh, the city water line or whatever, the pipe. And I didn't have a – I found out what they're called. They're called curb keys. Well, mm. I thought I had one because when I bought this house, it came with a bunch of stuff for the previous owners, but a curb key wasn't one of them. So I, f- I found a pair of vice grips and I spent like 10 minutes turning my water off. And nice. my neighbor, whose name is also Chris, saw me the next day and was like, hey, I, uh, I noticed you turned your water off yesterday. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I just I don't have a I don't have one of those tea things or whatever. And he said, oh, I got one. And he like he watched me do it from the comfort of his home <laughs> and didn't offer any assistance. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, so I'm not mad. It, it was I, but he, he said that and I was like, oh. And he's like, well, whenever you want to turn it back on, let me know. You can borrow it. Like, okay, cool. And so Fine, I did. I guess. So uh, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I had no busted water pipes. Good. Ironically, my I'm getting my, my master bathroom remodeled. And it was supposed to start last Monday. And uh, it didn't. It didn't. For no, obvious didn't. reasons. Uh, so it'll be starting tomorrow at 9 a.m. Um, so I won't be able okay. to take a warm shower for the next five weeks. Because the only other bathroom in my house that which I can shower, the hot water doesn't reach it. So that's mm, okay. F- fun. I uh, I would offer you my shower since I don't. <laughs> I live just a short ways away, but um, I don't know it's COVID season. You know that's fair. So that's fair. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's all right, man. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of things that are all right on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, what we actually do is watch sci-fi and sci-fi adjacent movies. Well, I'm just going to say uh, visual entertainment media, and that, that can include movies, television shows, web television shows, web series, miniseries, mockumentaries, whatever. If it's science fiction adjacent and it went straight to stream, there's a chance that we watched it. So what did we watch, Anthony? Well, Chris, you picked out the 2016 independent cyberpunk film, Virtual Revolution. Ooh. Or as it's called here, I guess, 2047 virtual revolution we're picking a lot of movies with uh years in them yeah i'm gonna go out of my way not to do that <laughs> uh, it's getting a little confusing yeah. uh, but yeah so independent like i said cyberpunk film written by guy roger duvert duvert maybe because french duvert yeah and his direct directorial debut starring mike dupod jane badler Joaquin jacquin jokin jokin hago uh and maximilian pullian i am not French. Uh, the <laughs> film is set in dystopian Neo Paris 
in which people have embraced virtual reality completely. Mm. I have the Amazon Prime blurb. Please. The year is 2047. Well, I, I would I would hope so. Uh, that's not part of the blurb. Most of the world's population live inside corporate-controlled virtual worlds and drift further out of touch with reality. Nash, a private investigator slash mercenary, is hired to track down a group of hackers who are disrupting and terrorizing the virtual space in a bid to free human beings from their online prisons. All right. Just to round out our blurbs, IMDb says, in a future megacity where most people spend most time hooked up to a virtual world an agent employed by a corporation supplying virtual reality is busy tracking down killers slash terrorists both in the virtual and real world Hmm. now that that blurb is not good (laughs) it's not inaccurate but it's not good i think that's a french to english translation i almost feel like yeah yeah. maybe most people spend most time i mean it's not grammatically incorrect it's just Uh, clunky it's clunky. Yeah, very clunky at the very least. Yes. Yeah. So, well, as this Regardless. is a movie that I chose, yeah, I'm going to give you the floor and uh, you can share with uh, the listeners your initial thoughts and opinions, please. Oh, my initial thoughts and opinions are that before I give my initial thoughts and opinions, <gasps> I'd like to talk about the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. The Virtual Revolution, as we said, came out in 2016 at the Dances with Films Festival. June 4th, 2016. It's 92 minutes long. Just the perfect length. It currently has a 5.1 out of 10 star rating on IMDb with about just shy of 1,500 ratings. A median score of 5. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 40% rotten on the tomato meter with an audience score of 38%. I'll say there's only 5 reviews coming to that 40, so it's not heavily weighted there. And... I couldn't find it on Metacritic. Yeah, so I can't find it on Metacritic. Do you have the Google user suggestions? I know you usually do. Google, uh, 71% of Google users like this movie. Oh, there you go. There you go. So we watched this on Amazon Prime, uh, as uh, I think you kind of alluded to already. I have questions that don't really pertain to the movie, the art, and more to the movie, the marketing distribution. Okay. That makes sense. And I know you asked for my initial opinion. And my initial opinion is I'm confused about <laughs> why this movie was marketed the way it was. So if you look this movie up in our region, in the U.S., and it's called 2047 Virtual Revolution, the cover of the movie, the movie poster, has got this giant mech-looking robot on it. <laughs> Lots of orange and blue. Right? Very just typical. Like, it looks like a B-movie. Like, it looks bad, right? It looks like something the asylum would put out. Yeah, I was actually thinking just, it looks like a Transmorphers movie poster. Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. And, and in reality, this this does not represent the film in any way. The foreign, I guess, European poster gives you a lot more. Actually, gives me some gives me some Blade Runner vibes. But it lists all of the the accolades and awards it won from going through all its film festivals. It did it did really really well. And the Japanese poster looks like almost every other Japanese poster we've seen. <laughs> I've said in the past, I think the Japanese movie posters are better than the American ones, but they're starting to all look the same. I don't know. But there's a lot on that cover that has, it just doesn't, it's misrepresented quite well, a bit. I, th- I don't I know think, if that's on purpose or not. I uh, feel like I, if you're an indie, I'm sorry. I feel like if you're an indie movie, you're not getting a big release. You don't try to mislead the customer, right? You're not you're not trying to trick people into watching it, right? Because you, as if I wasn't watching it for the podcast, I would have seen that cover and be like, ah, and moved on. I never would have watched this. <laughs> Honestly, well, I, I think I I was attracted to it because 
if you're looking at it from Amazon Prime, the Amazon Prime has, I guess, the European poster of him on, like walking through an alley or down mm-hmm. the street. Right. So with the flying cars overneath. Yeah. So that's underneath. Over. <laughs> I, mm. s- send it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> underhead. Yeah. There we go. It's the opposite one. Here it is. Yes. No, I I didn't even realize that the movie posters were any different. So yeah. yeah, not exactly sure who was in charge of the marketing department making that decision, but I think it's probably just whoever they sold the distribution rights to it for either American or worldwide release. I'm sure for a movie like this it's different per region and they just they treated it poorly. I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna say not so much Transmorphers. It, that almost looks like a Terminator poster. Like a bad one like or like it, yeah the future terminator yeah like a like singularity it looks like a singularity movie poster <laughs> and that is the highest of insults right there fair enough the highest no i actually i really enjoyed this film i really enjoyed it i completely understand why it has a 5.1 on imdb it is very european it's very french if you will, it reminded me a little bit of what happened to Monday as far as kind of the the mood, if you will, of the film. It's got, I would say, pretty good action scenes. Part of the film, as we you can, as you know from the blurb, does take place in virtual reality. So when they're in a fantasy world, it's fantasy and it's kind of campy, I think is the word I want to use. Yeah, it's a little campy. Yeah. Uh, when they're in a post-apocalyptic kind of fallout style or rage thing going on it's you know intense and they're they're shooting lots of big guns and the armor doesn't make any sense and blah 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 because they're they're playing in video games so they get that type of action which is where that met comes from because it's on screen for about eight seconds of the movie <laughs> seriously uh and then it, when but when he's in the real world and he's fighting someone else he's a brawler like it's very it's not high form kung fu action right he's punching somebody he's using the objects around him he's just trying to overpower his opponent or being really being overpowered a lot of the time. So I really liked the action. I appreciated the messaging in the in the movie. It's very, very cool to watch a movie that tries to grapple an issue, but not take a side. Not really. So we, we talk about this a lot with science science fiction is just rife with movies, stories, novels, I don't know, everything. Every like so much of science fiction is a commentary on modern living, on modern life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's for the most part, not all of it, but so much of it. I think Star Trek has a, a big is a big reason for that, right? With somehow their <laughs> their hundreds of years in the future is grippling with the the problems of you know our time. But it was interesting that this film didn't take a side in its messaging, and I don't want to. We don't necessarily have to go real deep into that messaging. It's not super political it's not super it doesn't lean one way or the other it's just talking really about disenfranchisement i guess is the center the central piece of the message and <clears throat> we can dive deep, dive deeper into that later on but I, I appreciated that it didn't take a stand and that it kept you guessing it wanted you to think these are the good guys then it wanted you to think those are the good guys and oh this person's morally great but oh maybe they're not uh, until the end uh, when nihilism takes over <laughs> <laughs> which I appreciate uh, from a personal standpoint. I enjoyed the acting for the most part. I actually think that as much as I love Mike Dupod, Dupod, Dupud, he's the weakest link in this movie. His delivery is not quite there. 
he's trying a little too hard to be Harrison Ford. <laughs> and you can tell that he's trying, if that makes sense. Like uh, you can, he feels in a lot of scenes, he feels uncomfortable and not that the character's uncomfortable, but he seems uncomfortable being Nash. And I hate to say that because I, I, I love, like I would love, let's, we can, if you'd like, we can transition into this. I'm a big fan of him. He's in a lot of television and a lot of movies. I mean, everyone has seen his face. <laughs> I mean, really, right? I mean, he yeah. most recently, he was in Power. He's been in all of the Stargate series. I think he he was a, he was just played different different roles along the way. He's got lots of what I would call cameo type appearances where he's a prison guard or he's a random cop or whatever. Uh, he played in a season of Arrow. He played in several episodes of Dark Matter, several episodes of Continuum. I think it was Continuum. Yeah, Continuum. Strange Empire. A random person in X-Men movies. A couple different ones playing different characters. He's done some stunt work. It's just, he's all over the place. I really, really like what he's done. And I just don't think he quite had it in this film. If that makes sense. I think what, maybe what I'm you're sorry, looking I for is... i sorry, I I talked about a lot of things. <laughs> no, it's fine. I think maybe what you're looking for is overwhelmed. Like, I feel like he, if that's, if that's what you're saying, like, maybe he's just overwhelmed by the movie, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he just didn't quite. And it could be between, you know, it is this guy's directorial debut, right? He's French. There could be, and I say French as in he grew up speaking a different language. I'm sure he speaks perfectly fine English. But maybe there's just a, a miscommunication type thing going on maybe it's just the way it's edited but i don't know and, and maybe i'm completely wrong you can disagree with me but i felt like he was wasn't quite there i don't have any complaints about anyone else's performance except for our main guy which is unfortunate okay sorry yeah, that's my initial opinion i would rate it higher than a 5.1 but i wouldn't begrudge an american audience putting this at a 5.1 because it's definitely not for everybody cyberpunk is very niche if it's not an action film which this is not not really. There's a lot of action in it, but it's primarily more of a, I would call it like a, a crime drama. I think there's a term for this, sci-fi noir. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of another French movie, we'll transition a little bit. Do you remember Renaissance with Daniel Craig? Renaissance? It was a black and white animated movie. Oh, I fell asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> but Fair we enough. watched it at like 1 a.m. So that's yeah. not, yeah. But so. No, but I think that's like, that's kind I know of you're the talking vibe. About it, it's kind of the vibe. Like it is, this is a science fiction movie and it is cyberpunk. Very much. But I feel like it probably, li this is more of like a film noir movie. It just happens to take place in sci-fi. Sure. I agree with a lot of what you said. The marketing issues aside, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I thought all of the effects were pretty good. Like the mech, eh. Uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> it, but it's also it also takes place in a virtual world, so it's like, oh yeah, it doesn't look quite look real. Oh, well, you know, yeah, for sure. I I did enjoy the juxtaposition of the movie, like the different. I don't want to say the different scenes, but the different. They call them verses, yes. um, which I guess are are universes or whatever. So these major corporations host these giant virtual reality worlds. And they call them verses. The one where he spends most of his time, where I guess he has a main character in, is kind of this weird fantasy. It's not steampunk because there's like there's a dragon. They're in mostly uh, temperate or desert environments, but there's also like a flying ship, mm -hmm. like an airship that flies fantasy. around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but it's like 
I thought you tricked me into watching Mythica. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, no joke. Uh, <laughs> and then when they go into the, what you're talking about, like the, I assume that's a big battle royale, right? Uh, well, they <laughs> said like there a, were factions. There's like groups and they were like in a PVP zone. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that as someone who would, <laughs> I don't know, I guess I'm a, I guess I play a lot of games. I would never call yeah. myself a gamer. Whatever. Gamer. Because that sounds cheesy as heck. <laughs> but someone who is very much in that culture, they didn't use any of the wrong terms. They just, they never said anything super cringy about video games while they're obviously all playing what's essentially a giant video game if that makes sense yeah like i said uh i enjoyed all the performances i didn't dislike mr dupod's uh performances much i i, I sent you a message earlier today when i talked about how i already found the title for this movie which is blade jogger because i mean he's trying to <laughs> yeah. be deckard kane like yes. and i think his name is trenton nash right which is almost the exact same uh, oh, I didn't catch his first name, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, Trenton Nash or Nash Trenton or whatever, which is pretty much Deckard Kane. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, they call him Dex. They call this guy Nash. He's wearing the same outfit for the most part. More or less. He's got the same jacket. Yeah. Yeah, his gun looks similar enough, you know, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with being influenced by the genre. That's the benefit of any fiction, any genre of fiction is there's a wealth of information that you can pick and choose from. You know, we talked about, what's that movie? Artemis Fowl, how uh, in the magical undercity or the underworld mm-hmm. in which the elves and the centaurs live or whatever, it's this crazy techno magic. And that's yeah. cool. Like, it, that's that's rad. And that's been done before. And it'll be done again later. And you better, can totally... Yes. You can totally... <laughs> anything, <laughs> a lot of things will be done better than Artemis Fowl. But yeah, like... You can pick and choose what you want to be influenced by. And for the most part, this movie did what it was trying to do, which is make this film noir detective story with these crazy sci-fi elements. And I think it did a pretty good job. I mean, it's got flying cars. It's got the skyscrapers. It's got like the heavy fog that's covering up. It's mm-hmm. got that like when he when they're sitting in his apartment or whatever. And there's that the bra, like the kind of golden sun yep. light pe- yep. peeking through like Everything about that nailed. I think it nailed yeah. its atmosphere. I thought it was great. That's all I got to yeah, say. It's very <laughs> I don't well know shot. what else to say. I totally disagree with the 5.1. Hmm? And I, I'm not even going to go ahead and say that that's an American thing. I think this movie was probably misunderstood. Uh, I'd, I'd give it a six and a half. Okay. That's oh, yeah. Personally, if I was ranking this, I'd give it a seven. I just, yeah. because it, it does look so much like Blade Runner, a lot of people are immediately, so many non-creative people are so critical of anything that isn't purely original. And so I, I mean, I kind of get that mindset. They want to see something new, especially when you're in a lower budget film like this, an independent film. I say that I've seen a few little reviews as I'm looking everything up that talk about it being a low budget cyberpunk movie. This movie had a budget of $3.2 million, <laughs> which I guess by Hollywood standards is nothing, right? That's like one <laughs> one actor who's not even the lead uh, working on some big big movie but compared to a lot of the other films that we watch uh for the podcast this is very well funded <laughs> very well funded <laughs> yeah and I, so i kind of like i said i understand the sentiment i don't agree with it but i understand and I, why it's why it's sitting where it's at that's fair but that's okay that's okay i think it's maybe on amazon prime it's definitely worth checking a look at yeah check yeah. a look at this check a look at this <laughs> I've already talked about Mike Dupud. 
Um, do you want to talk about any of the other actors in this film? Sure. Uh, I didn't recognize a single one. Nope. Besides our lead, I didn't recognize anybody. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't recognize him at all. I, I, oh, really? He does look like after seeing one of his credits, I did recognize him from an episode of SG-1. Uh, sure. Where he plays a plays a Russian soldier. I don't remember what he did, but I just remember like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He was a Colonel Ruslan Chernovsev. <laughs> And then two years later, he plays a character named Odai Ventrell because it's just it's completely different. I character. think probably I think the ones that do the best job are probably the uh, the virtual actors. I think so. Yeah. Well, mainly because like they didn't. Uh, I don't want to say this. It's going to sound offensive, but I, I don't feel like they had a whole lot to work with or they didn't have a whole lot of like direction other than, hey. Pretend that you're this guy that swings a sword around. Sure. You know? Sure. Like I, I don't like Nicholas Van Beveren, who played his avatar in the um uh, in the fantasy world, it does a really good job, you know? Yeah. Like he swings a sword around, kind of grunts his lines. Like he just, you know. I thought that when Nash goes into like he takes over that other person's avatar and it's a blonde supermodel looking woman. Petra Salander. There you go. I thought that she did a really, really good job. Like I, I thought she did fantastic because she's she's playing a middle-aged, disgruntled cop type character who yeah, hard boiled detective, yeah. Yeah, hard there you go. Hard boiled detective. <laughs> that's what he is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's just, just the tropiest description. But yes. But he's also undercover trying to pretend to be this other person who is this avatar. So it's a bit of a complicated concept. And I thought yeah. she did really well. She she really embodied him, I thought. I, that was my impression. I was pretty impressed with her scenes. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think for the most part, all the uh, all the virtual actors do a really good job. Morel, Maximilian Pouillain. Pouillain, yeah. I don't know. I think he does a pretty good job. Uh, let's see what he's been in. A lot of French stuff. A lot of French stuff, yeah. I, I haven't seen a single one that I recognize. Most of them is in French. Oh, Ninja Eliminator 4, The French Connection. He played Subway oh. Passenger. Okay, or how would you... Subway Passenger. Excuse me, I didn't mean to mispronounce that. Um, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, let's see. Am I, am I not allowed to make a French accent? Is that uh, appropriation? Jürgen Hegel, German. Pretty neat. Been in a lot of stuff. That I don't recognize. Nope. Don't recognize any. Oh, Transporter. No. Oh. He was what? in Transporter the series and in Transporter Refueled. Ah. Transporter Refueled. What was his character? Bank manager. Oh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so I think the biggest name on here besides, or I guess not biggest, but probably the most well-known besides Mike Dupud would be Jane Badler. Dina or Dinah, I think. Yeah, Dinah. She sat at a desk the whole movie. She played in the V television series, uh, the Mission Impossible television series. As Diana. The original V television series, which is, are those related? I don't know. Uh, I've I never know. never looked into it. So she was a, a main a main actress, a main character on those, I believe. So she's not the most extensive filmography with 56 credits, but it does start in 1978. So she's been doing Ooh. this for a while. Melissa Mars, she was in your one of your faves from Paris with Love. Ooh, I love I love that movie. She's credited as Wax's Hooker. <laughs> yes, I that's her picture on <laughs> the top of IMDb. Well, there's her headshot and then there's a screenshot of a trailer with her being Max's Hooker. <laughs> 
Uh, she's I love that movie. In, I, I will not. Yeah. I will not apologize for loving from no, Bears with Love. That's why I and said I, that. I, th- I said that was your movie. <laughs> I'm continuously upset every year where there is not a sequel to that movie. I just also want to point out she was also in a series of movies called the Texas Zombie Wars. They all have got a colon. So Texas Zombie Wars, El Paso Outpost, Texas Zombie Wars, Titan Base, Texas Zombie Wars, Hellfire, and then Texas Zombie Wars, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we... After a Russian bioweapon turns humans into into half-dead killing machines, a group of highly trained special operators must have been... All right. Yeah. I feel like we got to watch one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Zoe Coraface played his uh, Nash's virtual paramour. Dowin? I didn't catch any of the names of the virtual yeah. people. I'm sorry. No, they didn't. I don't think they had any. It's got names on their credits here, but I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They didn't have any as far as I'm aware. Yeah. She had I mean, she doesn't like they had a lot to work like you said to work with a lot of scenes. She basically reacts to him. At most she has two lines in a scene. So right. you know, she's been an active actress for what, 10, 11 years. So, all right. So they yeah, have not a lot to talk about. There might have been more to talk about if we were French and maybe recognize some of these other people from other things, but I don't. Yeah. So I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be. I, no. I said I'm sorry. <laughs> I think when it comes down to it, this is a movie that is worth the price of subscription. Yeah. I really do. I think if you, if you like Cyberpunk, if you like Blade Runner, if you like detective movies, if you want to watch Ready Player One, but you can't afford to rent it. This is a very different movie. <laughs> For having totally, such yeah. a similar premise, yeah. such a different movie than Ready Player One. <laughs> so obviously, just from the description, you'd think Ready Player One, right? That makes sense. I was also, I had to Google it afterwards. So I kept racking my brain, trying to remember the name of the movie, but the Bruce Willis film, Surrogates. Oh, yeah. Where everyone lives life's life through their robot avatar came out in 2000 oh man what about like 2009 i was also reminded only at a high high conceptual level of the movie gamer yeah i remember people would take over other people's bodies and then do things with them playing games or whatever yeah it was some weird stuff that movie was weird man i it was weird it was weird can we, can we talked about this kind of recently. I'm trying to remember what film it was where we talked about it. The Beyond. Was it? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Hold on. Breach. Okay. No, it wasn't that either. What movie was it? <laughs> All right. Uh... It might've been, I don't, I don't recall. So I'm, I'm going to have to edit this so heavily. This movie takes place in 2047. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like it took place in 2047? So that is only, that is less than 30 years out. Between now and then, I just don't see, first of all, I don't see flying cars becoming a thing unless <laughs> they're flown by an AI. There's no way they're letting people drive right. around flying cars. It's never going to happen. I'm sorry. It's just, I can't, I, I can't think, I, there's the amount of safety issues. <laughs> there's no guardrails for anything. Like, how are you, you're just going to, all right, anyways. Flying cars aren't going to happen. The amount of infrastructure buildup, which I know they're just doing the cyberpunk thing, so that makes that makes sense. It looks great, but that's not thirty years of growth. That's a that's a lot more, especially for a mega city, Neo Paris. I, so to me, it felt like another hundred years on top of that. But I, think I don't know only, if you had a had a thought. The only way that it would work is if, like, aside from the flying cars, whatever. I think that the the virtual reality worlds would work. It's just not in the way that they're 
that they have it where it's just, I guess it's projecting it directly into your mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would do the same thing. You just have to wear a visor. Like, yeah, there'd be something else going on. I mean, I get yeah. it for the props. It made sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and then the technology for everything, it just didn't feel 30 years out. It felt a lot further out. Yeah. I think you're thinking of Midnight Sky. Midnight Sky. Where it, it's the future, but it's like, is Oh, it's it not far future? enough in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I was thinking of Midnight Sky, where it's yeah. it's also like 30 years, 28 years, I think it was, in the future. And I'm like, mm, they... Mm, um, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> who knows do you want to do an idiot of the movie uh, i mean i always want to do an idiot of the movie okay that's not so, actually not true but yeah what's your idiot of the movie Hit so me. let's say it at the same time on the count of three one two three camille Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay why is nash your idiot of the movie he has no will of his own he is very much going wherever the river takes him okay and you got to take control of your life he just never took a hard stand on anything, I guess, until the very, very end. But even at the very, very end, I feel like it's just him giving up and trying to rationalize giving up, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So I, that's why he gets my Idiot of the Movie Award. It's not a very strong nomination. Okay. It's just, yeah, I mean, what are you, that's what you doing there, buddy? You know, <laughs> I, I get his, I get it. But at the same time, like, there could have been more of a stand taken, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I completely. understand why you picked Camille. Why, well, okay, so why do you think I picked Camille? Well, for one, why didn't she just kill Nash? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, like, they needed him. I guess. It's just... Uh, no, fair enough. If you want uh, people to disconnect from virtual worlds, why are you murdering those people? That doesn't seem like... Well, she, like, and she, she explains that the whole... What they were originally doing was killing people in the hope that enough people would find out and they would think that it's dangerous to be in the verse. Mm. So people would leave. And when they realized that the corporations were just covering it up and saying, oh, yeah, no, no, they didn't die. Because there's a there's a, a, a pretty poignant moment when I guess Nash decides that he's going to help Camille when he yeah. talks to his uh, virtual paramour, Dowlin, I think is the name. Right. And he's like, is this love? And she's like, she's like, that's an like that's for the old world. Like that's an emotion that we don't need anymore because it doesn't matter, right? We have right. what we have here. No, the reason why Camille wins my idiot of the movie is because her whole plan was to so according to this movie, 75% of the human race is in this virtual world, right? right? And there doesn't appear to be any sort of addiction because there are people who like Nash are hybrids, is what they call them. Uh, the people who stay connected all the time are just called connected, right? So Nash is in the virtual world and he's not in the virtual world, whatever. And there's some people that are, I, I don't remember what they were called, but disconnected that don't do any sort of right. like They only versing. live in the, the real world or whatever. Yeah. So her plan is to shut down the servers for these virtual worlds yeah. that 75% of the world's population are using voluntarily. Mm-hmm. And her plan is to do this from an apartment with no gate, no fortification, <laughs> nothing. And when people start banging on the doors, they don't even run over to put stuff in front of them. They just stand there That's with true. their guns. That's, That's why she's my idiot of the movie because she right. didn't plan any of it. I'm just saying, why are they in through. some kind of? Why are they in some kind of bunker? <laughs> why is the only why, why is one of the ways you can get into this room through a door like there's so no fence door. 
There's no moat. No sort of presentable defense. A moat. I'm just saying. <laughs> sure. She's, no, a, sure. She's, she's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, okay. You've convinced me. You've convinced me. <laughs> I take back what I said, and I fully endorse your, your nomination. <laughs> that being said, we have another important question to ask. Oh, no. Who is Kelsey Grammer? I, I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, I don't see where he fits. Okay. I don't. What are, What are you? Uh, I think? think he would he would have been virtual Camille, like the oh, the okay. the, yes, per, yes, the yes. person in the game. I think that would have been I think that could have been Kelsey Grammer. Uh, it definitely would have been a shock <laughs> to see him in this a movie like this. Oh yeah, but uh, no, I, I think it would have worked out. I, I could see that. I I'm, I think he would have been an Interpol Ooh. officer, but okay, not the the main one that you know they we interact with, but maybe like his boss or something. Yeah, or maybe okay. a leader of a of a different corporation who gets involved like i feel like he's involved in a plot twist right that didn't happen speaking of plot twists that didn't happen were you expecting to see nash's virtual girlfriend i guess for lack of a better word in the real world i did and i thought it was morel his brother-in-law oh oh that would have been weird yeah that's why i I was expecting the stereotypical just some dude (laughs) in his mom's basement you know what i mean I mean, it probably was. Uh, yeah, they. Yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? I have a series of questions for you. Sure. If you're ready. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, go for it. So the first one, and is probably the most important one, it's going to take a little bit of build up for it. But okay. assuming that this actually happens, right? And there exists a world in which you can enter virtually as your avatar, uh, and, and you can live in fully. Not necessarily virtual reality that we have now with the, the stupid little sensors on your hands or whatever, but you you just, you project, I guess, your consciousness into a, a virtual avatar. Uh-huh. I, I'm also going to say that in this question, I'm asking you, any video game universe is available. Which one would you choose to play in uh, the majority of your time? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm so... Not sporadic, what's the word? When I do, like, but on a weekend, I'm like, I'm going to play video games. It's so rare that I play the same game all day or even all afternoon. You know, I'm I'm moving around from this to that, whatever it feels like, and so many unfinished games because I just, I don't know, not that I necessarily get bored, but I, I guess it's, yeah, I just get bored and I don't go back to them. So I don't know. Would, you, would you do Halo? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, I don't know if I'd spend like the majority of my time there. So many games that I play are full of death. I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to deal with that all the time. You know, like the amount of stress that these people are putting themselves through constantly. I guess it's low stakes, but oh man. When, when the worst thing that happens is you just respawn? Yeah, um, I guess so. Not overcooked? Killed by a terrorist virus. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at the beginning of the movie, I, I was, there were just... As they were going through and showing everything, I was like, where are the terrorists? Where are they? I know they're doing something about this. And then like five seconds later, she's like, we were attacked. I was like, oh, okay. Never got it. Fair enough. Slightly predictable. No, I don't know. Probably some grand space opera, Mass Effect, Mm. Star Trek, Star Wars type thing. Because uh, you can do whatever you want at that point. Right. Oh, man. uh, Whatever game you're playing so we can hang out, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. I can see that. <laughs> oh, uh, Stardew Valley was the real answer. Was <laughs> really? Yeah, enough, heck yeah, yeah, dude. Just hang out on the farm. Just chill and grow some vegetables. Chilling, grow some vegetables, petting my chickens. 
<laughs> I've actually never yes. played Stardew Valley, but fair enough. Highly recommend it. No, I do Chex Quest. That's the game I played. Oh, uh, that no. was uh, that was a joke <laughs> that you thought was way funnier in your head. I mean, not all of them are bangers. <laughs> no, I mean, I it's probably be I guess Star Citizen. I mean, that's you know, kind of what I said. Yeah, Star Citizen or Mass Effect would definitely be a it definitely be a space game. That's what I would do. I like space. Yeah, it's rad. There's so much yeah, of it. It's so cool. <laughs> Literally, yeah. My second question, which is a little bit more serious, what would you do if you were Nash? In which part of the movie? At the end. Like, if you had a choice, would you help him upload the virus or would you turn him in? Oh, man. I really, I honestly don't know. I was actually going to ask you a similar question. Okay. At the end of the movie, Nash really doesn't know what happened to his wife. Who do you think's telling the truth? Or um, are none of them telling the truth? I definitely or a little think bit of both. I don't know that it's the corporation's fault, Centurnus. Not necessarily directly or indirectly, but it is their fault. Well, it's got to be uh, one of those two. It can't be. Well, neither. no, that's but yeah, no, I, but I don't know which one it is. That's ah, what I'm saying. Okay. I don't know if they're the ones who killed her or it was the necromancers, which is kind of a weird name for a bunch of people who kill other people in a virtual world. I don't well, think I think it's because they're trying to wake up society, right? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. 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 Uh, wake Come on, the man. Dead. Think about it for that's like fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know. I had, I said, thought about it for a long time. I would have gone with someone else like the terrorists. No, <laughs> I don't know. But since the company created the virus to begin with, why did they create that virus? That's such to, a, yeah. I don't know. You, as a corporation, yeah. you try to think of all the different outcomes, right? Try to get make sure that you have an answer for every single one. So I don't know. Sure. Did you notice that they were part of the European Federation? I did because it's on his ID, right? It says European yes. Federation. Yeah. yeah, that's the same the organization that they were part of in what happened to Monday. Hmm. I wonder. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. I mean, it's yeah. it's so easy to just say European yeah, Federation. Is. Yeah. So what did they call Europe? in star trek they call it something i don't know google it i just did european alliance mm. i think i like yes. alliance better it's more military alliance I, mean, both, I guess i mean yeah we can talk about how complex well they couldn't it. anyways well they couldn't use federation because they already had the united federation of planets so sure um, sure yeah, they couldn't use the same thing i just want to point out man we went a long time before no wait no i brought up star trek earlier never mind <laughs> It's still a long time, and we it didn't compare it to good. any of the Star Trek movies. Well, it's, so. you can't really, but... Yeah, well, I mean, this is... Is this a cooler version of the holodeck? Uh, so the thing is, I would prefer the holodeck, I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. You can't... I just have a hard time believing that that immersion is as good as doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. And feeling it afterwards, that the residual effect of physical effort, you know? Like, when you work out, it feels good. But if you just log out of a chair and you don't have any of those residual effects, like what was the point of what you just did? Does that make sense? And I know I'm, I'm comparing working out, but a lot of what they're doing is physical activity. Well, Nash so. even says like your brain releases the same chemicals. So, I mean, right. yeah, your body might not feel the same, but since everything is mental. Maybe. That's the thing is I'm, I'm just having, a, I guess maybe I'm having a hard time grasping that. And I, I think I'd prefer the holodeck. That's fair. Plus the holodeck, I can be like, make this change, make that change, and do my own thing. <laughs> while here, I'm at, a, I'm a slave to the corporations because mm. it is cyberpunk. So you know, yeah. corporations. Yes. I wonder. What I mean, kind of stuff. kind of like real life. Wait. I wonder what Barkley would come up with in these chairs. So an even shorter Riker. Anyways, that's uh, him. That's him. <laughs> 
that's Nash's girlfriend. It's Lieutenant Barkley. Lieutenant that's Barkley. it. Barkley. I figured it out. No. Uh, or oh, Lieutenant man. Broccoli. Broccoli? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have anything really to add. I already think this movie's worth the price of subscription. Same. If you are listening to this podcast and you haven't figured out what we're saying by now, uh, this is not some crazy action movie. There is action in it, but it's definitely, it's a slow burn. I didn't feel, you said it was 92 minutes. I, yeah. I didn't feel that it was 92 minutes. You feel like it was longer, shorter? I felt it was a little shorter, but I didn't I didn't drag me to the finish line. I, I never I felt, felt like it, it rushed anything. Yeah. I was engaged the entire time. No, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, if you have any other suggestions for movies or television shows that we should check out, do email us at scififiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on social media. We are at Sci-Fi Wise Guys on Instagram and Twitter. We also have a Facebook group, the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast group, if you want to hit us up without any anonymity. <laughs> we'll out ourselves know there, I guess. Who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you did enjoy what you heard, we appreciate it if you shared us with your friends, gave us that thumbs up, the like, the five-star review on iTunes or whatever your podcasting streaming platform of choice is. We really appreciate it. And if you really liked what you heard, which we understand, feel free to run on over to patreon.com forward slash sci-fi wise guys. And you can become a patron if you feel like parting with some of your hard-earned money. You get access to episodes early. You also get access to exclusive content strictly from the creators as us uh, every once in a while if i don't know if anyone actually listens to the sting at the end of our episodes but there are some of those that don't actually make it into well, pods yeah, quite a bit so you can get access to that you can listen to the genesis of our podcast us kind of just fumbling around in the dark with uh, headsets and microphones essentially yeah and if you can't become a patron we definitely understand uh 2020 was rough a lot of people are still recovering in 2021 uh, still waiting on my Biden bucks, but it be what it be. Please share us with your friends, share us with your enemies. And we just want to say thanks again for listening. Stay healthy, stay hydrated. Just remember that you are loved by the host of the community of this podcast. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks, guys. good movie i was very surprised same i, I thought it was gonna be garbage. really bad <laughs> I, I think at this point i'm just like Man, this is uh, another angel's fallen this is another singularity i know it i know it no i was really impressed yeah yeah so i have to look up that director <laughs>